0: Hello, this is Chris Iavana, Client Portfolio Manager, and this is the Q4 2015 Municipal Bond Podcast. Let's take a look at the past quarter, and then we will uh, look going forward what we expect for municipals in the upcoming year. So the past quarter was uh, pretty interesting from a municipal market perspective. Muni yields were down while Treasury yields were higher. So if you look at the 10-year AAA geo on the Muni side, uh, yields fell 11 basis points for the quarter, and on the 30-year side, yields fell 22 basis points. Um, Going to the Treasury market, the 10-year Treasury Yield was up 23 and the 30 year yield was up 16 basis points. So um, it was definitely a surprise from a rate perspective uh, that both of those markets would move in the opposite direction. Um, But really, what was going on in municipals was uh, driven by the technical side. From a technical basis, uh, there's uh, supply and demand um supply was down twenty four percent for the fourth quarter uh and that's uh year over year so compared to la- uh, q four of 2014 there was a forty five percent drop in refunding uh, that really uh you know drove uh, the lower supply that you saw in the market um, as far as demand was concerned um The uh, net inflows into Muni ETFs and funds for 2015 was over 13 billion. Uh, That compares to uh, 22 billion or so from 2014, both uh, up years in the municipal market. Um, And regarding demand for the quarter, uh, it was solid we saw positive flows every week of every week of the quarter uh, so the supply demand dynamics were positive uh, that really helped drive returns and um, we started the quarter with uh, muni to treasury ratios pretty attractive uh, on the 10year side the Muni to treasury ratio was 100% and on the 30-year side, it was 107%. As we finished up the quarter, uh, those moved down to about 85%. And ninety-three uh, percent or so for the thirty-year. Um, so um, muni's richened up to treasuries over over the quarter. So let's we'll we'll talk about some of the economic uh, happenings um, during the quarter just to give uh, a little bit of background there. Um, the 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 U.S. and the and the globe was uh, continually concerned with uh, lack of growth. Uh, especially in China, although China has been growing around seven percent or so, um, it had been growing uh, at, at plus ten percent um, over the past few years, and it, it's it seems like the world is concerned that uh, some of the the shine is is off of China, um, and we've also had a, a real. Uh, big loss in the commodity space. Uh, For 2015 alone, um, we've seen a 32% plunge in a broad commodities based index, which has definitely spooked the market. Oil um, finished the quarter at $37 a barrel, um, and that was uh, down from, from where it started the, the quarter in the, in the mid to high 40s. We've also had low inflation, and that has been uh, generally a, a positive for municipals um, and generally a positive for treasuries, although, again, treasuries did not do too well this past quarter. Um, they were down 0.94% and uh, didn't even earn their coupon. Treasuries were uh, really hurt because of the uh, first Fed rate hike which took place in December. Uh, the first Fed rate hike in uh, since 2006. Uh, the market was expecting that, uh, that before the uh, rate hike went into effect, uh, Fed futures were indicating well over a 70% chance uh, that they would that they would hike rates. Um, but after the uh, FOMC members were sure to say that um, they expected the interest rate path higher would be gradual. Um, and the median forecast for 2016 for rate hikes from the Fed side was uh, was 425 basis point rate hikes. The market uh, doesn't expect that. Um, the market's more dovish. And at this point in time, there's only, and uh, this is uh, January 22nd, there's only a 22% chance of a uh, Fed rate hike in March, according to the market, and the market is pricing in less than two rate hikes for all of 2016, which is definitely dovish and um, definitely differs from what the what the Fed has been saying. But get, getting back to the municipal market. Um, the municipal curve uh, ended up flattening for the quarter. Um, so we, again, we had uh, a good technical environment, uh, cheap immunity to treasury ratios entering the quarter, um, and then we basically saw some real good. Uh, we've continued to see um, good state finances, um, and they're gonna they're, they've been helped by uh, a, a jump in employment. Um, there's also been an increase in personal income taxes. Uh, there's been a recovery in the housing market, um, and if you look at the past, 15, if you look at the past 15 quarters, um, we've seen revenue growth uh, from the states. Um, so that those have been that's been positive. Another positive I'll mention is that the troubles in Puerto Rico have generally been been ring fenced. Uh, to that island and they um, had their first payment default and there's also been quite a few uh, talks that have been happening with their creditors as far as restructuring is concerned uh, but the general market has not, uh, has not had any uh, issues there. Uh, going forward into 2016, um, we see supply Gross supply being around the 390 billion dollar mark um, last year, it was uh, around 398 billion, so somewhat somewhat level. Net supply should be about 4 billion, uh, give or take this year, and so far we've seen we don't see any issues with. Um, investors taking that down, that increase in supply. If you remember back toward last year, a lot of the supply was uh, front-loaded into the beginning of the year as municipalities were wanted to get that cheaper financing in before the second half of the year uh, in in the, uh, you know, they were forecasting that that the Fed was going to get going during the second half of the year, um, so we had some supply uh, front-loaded into the beginning of 2015, dry up in the second half of 2015, and um, but it should uh, resume to a more normal pace as we uh, as we really kick off uh, 2016 here. So demand should stay solid, uh, supply should be reasonable. And a couple other uh, big macro tailwinds that we've uh, been talking about for a while. The first tailwind is higher tax rates. So if you add in the Affordable Care Act tax to the highest federal bracket, you're going to get about 43.4%. Um, and that doesn't even take into consideration any state tax advantage municipals may provide. The other tailwind is that there's a continual retirement of the boomer population, something along the lines of 10,000 people turn 65 every day. They're going to continue to need diversification within their portfolio, uh, tax-free income, and the relative safety that municipal bonds provide. Um, So, you know, demand, should still stay robust, um, especially if uh, rates start increasing in Muni land. Um, generally, they've been uh, on the on the lower side because of the strong performance. Um, so, if there is anybody sitting on the sidelines, they may co- they may come in as uh, as as rates uh, tick higher and eventually just you know keep a keep a cap on where rates are. So regarding performance, uh, Munis had a good quarter up 1.60% for the Barclays 10-year Muni index, and for the year, uh, that index was up 3.76%. As far as our strategy is concerned, um, we have had better call protection um, we've had an underexposure to Illinois and New Jersey bonds uh, where spreads have generally been wider. Uh, those have, are, are a couple um, positive uh, contributors to returns. Um, the biggest negatives would be that we were overweight maturities in the five to eight year area of the curve, and that lagged due to the uh, due to the bull flattening. Um, we've had a lower yield than the index. Um, because we are uh, a little bit higher quality so we don't have any uh, triple b's in the portfolio so where we started the quarter from a duration standpoint uh, from where we ended it uh, not much change there our duration was five point seven zero years to start the quarter Um, we are at five point Uh, six nine years as of the end of the quarter now as we move into 2016 uh, we'll note that there are a couple technical headwinds uh, that we may be dealing with one is that uh, typically supply can pick up at the end of January so that's just a little more paper for the market to digest and then as we get in toward uh, tax season um, municipal bonds um, you know, can be used to raise money for uh, individuals to pay their tax bills. So March is typically a a weaker month in the municipal bond market. Uh, As far as returns are concerned, what we expect for 2016, probably something similar to what we saw last year. Um, If we're uh, thinking, you know, that the portfolio is yielding in the mid to high ones, um, and you uh, gross that up for a uh, taxable equivalent basis. You add in about eighty to ninety basis points of bond roll, and you're looking at you know an all-in um, taxable equivalent return in the mid uh, the mid threes or so. So the municipal bond market isn't cheap at this point, um, and muni to treasurer ratios have come down. And we're going to deal with some uh, technical near-term uh, near, near uh, headwinds, um, but they should be able to supply uh, the high-quality, tax-free returns uh, that you would expect, um, offer diversification for investors' portfolios um, in, in this low-yield environment, um, having total returns in the mid-threes for a liquid, high-quality portfolio. Uh, we think is good. We still have approximately 50% of our portfolio in below benchmark maturities, uh, which should serve as dry powder if rates rise. Um, We've also been avoiding um, states uh, over the past year plus that have had uh, debt issues or pension issues. Um, And examples of that would be Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Kansas, Kentucky, New Hampshire. Um, So a lot of our purchases have been in the essential service revenue bond area. Um, It's about a 75-25 split uh, in favor of essential service revenue bonds to state GOs. That concludes our Q4 2015 Muni podcast, and I look forward to speaking with everybody the next quarter.